weeks after weeks after weeks, I was having crazy panic attacks to the point of, you know, I couldn't drive. I couldn't get out of my bed. I couldn't talk to people. I couldn't even, I couldn't do anything without thinking that I'm going to die. And that was just my every single day for a solid five months. And I really thought that um, that year I, I wasn't going to make it. This is the Empowered Spirituality Podcast, the podcast about inclusive spirituality. Empowered Spirituality is all about connecting and aligning to your own higher self. All religions, spiritual practices and beliefs, sexual orientations, gender identities and expressions are welcomed and celebrated here. I am your host, Samantha Nagel, owner of and coach at Empowered Spirituality, LLC. Every Wednesday, I will share a guided meditation practice, and every Thursday, I will share inspirational teachings or interviews with people with different spiritual practices, beliefs, and opinions. Come every week with an open mind, taking what you like and leaving the rest. Welcome to Empowered Spirituality. As I began the journey of shifting my career to a job that aligned with my values and beliefs, having an education in health coaching has been transformational. Through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, you can become a certified health coach to empower your relationship with food, health, and wellness, live your dreams, earn while you learn, and embark on a new path. Join the global community of like-minded change agents who are here to empower, inspire, and motivate you to create the life you've always dreamed of by clicking the link in the show notes. And by doing so, you'll receive $2,000 off tuition when you pay in full or $1,500 off tuition if you choose the payment plan option. Or you can mention my name, Samantha Nagel, spelled N-A-G-E-L. Discover how to take a holistic and nourishing approach to health and wellness today. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Spirituality Podcast. My name is Samantha. Today I'll be interviewing Emma Lokai, who is 26 years old and has a huge passion for health and wellness. She healed the anxiety and panic disorder that she faced holistically and wanted to help others heal their own issues the same way. She truly believes that the mind, body, and soul is connected and that magic happens from within. In this episode, we talked about how um, she started from a music industry career and shifted into this health and wellness space. And I think that any, any conversation about shifting careers is always super interesting. She did this shift during the pandemic in 2020, um, which is incredible. Um, she talks a lot about her anxiety and panic disorder. Um, and we talk about the stigma around even calling it a disorder, which I thought was really invigorating. Um, she is just an infectious person to talk to before we met up on zoom to record this. Um, we had talked over Instagram, uh, using voice messages. So I had already heard the lovely tone of her voice. So it was so great to see her not in person, but almost in person. <laughs> um, like the most in person you can do on 
in the pandemic from across the country. Um, you can schedule a wellness chat with Emma. She talks about it more in the episode. Um, yeah, just enjoy this great episode with Emma Lokai. Thank you so much, Emma, for coming on. Without further ado, here's Emma. I'm joined with Emma Lokai. Emma, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. We've been talking over Instagram for probably two weeks to a month. So it's so nice to put a name to the, nope, a face to the name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. I feel like that happens a lot too. It's, uh, I almost tell people, I feel like I'm talking to celebrities because I never get to see them in real life but I was just over uh, Instagram. So when you actually do meet them, you're like, Hey, Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> Although I don't think I'm a celebrity, but thank you. <laughs> you're a celebrity in my life. So it is, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell us who you are, what you do, your hobbies, your passions, everything about you. Yeah, well, as you as you know, my name is Emma Lokai. I am 26 years old. I am from Ontario, Canada, specifically a little uh, city. Actually, it's not a little city. City, It's pretty big. It's called Mississauga. And um, yeah, I've uh, recently just dove into the health and wellness community and found that it's my new passion. And I don't even want to say new passion. I think it's always been my passion, but I finally discovered that that's where I want my life to go down. Um, when I was about 17 years old, I entered into the music industry, signed to a management, signed to a label, and thought that this was it. This was going to be my big moment. I was going to rule the universe with my music, and it was going to be great. <laughs> and, you know, sadly, there was a lot of, just a lot of differences with that, uh, with the management and the label, and it ended up not working out. So about a year and a half ago, when I was 24, almost 25, I decided to leave my label, leave my management and start completely fresh. I had no idea even health and wellness was in front of me. And yeah, I was kind of lost for about a year. And here we are today. I'm uh, diving into being a wellness coach. I am a wellness coach and I've really taken to social media and love helping people find their passions. So that's who I am. <laughs> Thank you. And I love that little catch that you did of I'm going to be a wellness coach versus I am a wellness coach. And I definitely had to do that of like, I'm going to be a coach or I want to be a coach. It's like, no, I am one. So exactly. I love that you made that catch. Yeah, no, I think words are super powerful. And what you say is what you think and what you think is what you are. And if we're constantly living on, oh, I want this, I want this, I want this. We never actually truly feel like we're going to get there almost so acting like you already have it law of attraction boom <laughs> Ooh, I love it I love it we've talked a lot about law of attraction on the podcast so thank you so much for touching on that can of I actually course. ask what the law of attraction means to you ah such a good question such a good question well when I was first introduced to it I thought it only had to do with your thoughts and yes law of attraction has a big um you know has to do with your thoughts a lot, but that's not the only thing. And actually the most important thing about law of attraction is how you feel and your energy. So for me, what that means is linking up your thoughts to how you feel. And when you're living in the state of, you know, I am a wellness coach, I am going to 
uh, I am making 10K a month, even if you're maybe not yet. But if you're living in that state of gratitude and you're constantly thinking, this is what I am, your energy is going to align to that. And you're automatically going to attract all those things that you're thinking and feeling into your life. And it's going to happen so smoothly because your vibration is aligned with what your thoughts are. So that's what the law of attraction means to me. Yeah. Mm, I love it. Thank you so much. And now I want to go back a little bit and talk about um, that big shift that you made leaving the music industry to being a wellness coach and working for yourself. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, it was definitely a trying time all last year. I, you know, I, I decided to leave 2019, December, 2019. I went to the lawyer's office and mind you, though I signed the contract, you know, six years ago, five years ago, I still had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know any lawyer talk, any contract talk. It was very scary. And I was really relying on other people that I wasn't even that close to, to guide me um, down money, finance, career, music, recording, all of that. So I was really kind of left in the dark about a lot of those things. And I had no idea until, you know, I decided, oh, okay. Yeah, this isn't working out. There's a lot of things I don't know. I guess isn't the, isn't the team for me. I need to leave. So yeah, 2019, December, I went to the lawyer's office and I said, this is what I want. I want to get out. And she's like, okay, it's going to be, I'm not going to lie. It's going to be a little difficult. And I'm like, yep. Cause I hadn't even delivered everything that was in the contract. So, you know, she just kind of told me it's going to be difficult. And I didn't necessarily appreciate that either, because going back to the law of attraction, when you're t- told it's going to be difficult, what do you think? It's going to be difficult. So you're putting that kind of energy in. So it was difficult for uh, the year, all last year. And then COVID hit and we were all trapped inside. I couldn't even really go to my lawyer's office to talk the one-on-one. We had to do all it all over the phone and email, which is fine. But I'm really that one-on-one I I like that interaction, especially when it comes to business. And then I started developing insane anxiety. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of panic disorder at all. Yeah. So big fears around death and dying and, and not making it through and not living out my dreams and just, oh, it was, it was really heavy. And then at the same time, my boyfriend broke up with me and I was like, oh God, this is crazy. I don't understand why this is all happening at the same time. And especially during COVID, you know, and I think a lot of times people, when those things happen, they love to go blow off steam and go to a restaurant or go to a bar and just dance party, maybe, or just hang out with friends. Right. And I couldn't do any of that. So yeah, it was a trying time, but I think that's what led me to this path right now. Cause I have to really focus on my health and wellness. So, yeah. Mm, thank you for that. I know that is so rough that you went through all of that at once, <sighs> all during 2020, which was already just up. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Great word. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious if you have any advice for people who want to leave their profession or their situations where they don't feel aligned anymore, but it feels kind of hopeless and they don't know where to go. Oh yeah, this is a really good one because I don't feel like there's any sort of clear cut path for that. But what I can say is the thing that scares you the most is, is probably the, the thing that you should do. 
Um, the deeper the fear, the deeper the love. I truly believe that. And even though it doesn't feel like a love, you know, deciding to leave my label, I love music. I always want, I want to continue doing it. But knowing that that wasn't the right situation for me, knowing deep down that I deserved more, that I deserved a team that was going to keep me in the know. I deserve people who really wanted the best for me, who was going to cheer me on. That's what I knew that I deserved. So I think what it comes back to is really diving into your self-worth, self-worth, yeah, and really understanding that you deserve everything you want and you're supposed to feel joy in the things that bring you joy. So I think my biggest piece of advice is if you're really kind of choosing between should I leave, should I stay, should I leave, should I stay, really write out your reasons as to why you would stay and why you want to leave. And seeing it on paper, I think I'm such a visual learner as well, really expands your mind and, and it sees like, oh my gosh, these are the cold, hard facts. If I want to stay and if I want to leave. And from there, you can also see where your values lay. And what actually is hurting your values? So for me, that's what I did in order to choose whether or not I was going to leave my label. And I knew though, this is the last thing I'll say about that thing is, is it going to hurt you more to stay or hurt you more to leave? That's It's a loaded question, but it's so important because I could stay, but I would just be unhappy. And I'd probably take it out on other people. I, you know, I probably do a lot of things that just didn't bring me joy because I just didn't decide to align with my value, but knowing that I was leaving and yeah, I was going to be hard, but I know in maybe a year's time or even less than that, I'll be so independent. I'll be on my own. And I get to do whatever I want. So I think really choosing what your values are and putting it on paper would be a good way to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm, thank you for that and it, it it's hard to have that bird's eye point of view of how will I feel now versus how will I feel in a year and I really admire that you're able to have that insight of yeah it's going to be difficult and challenging now but in a year and a half I'm going to feel so much more free so I really really admire that about you oh thank you very much I, I'll tell you it was not easy and I had to can you know wake up every day and tell myself remind myself of that vision but yeah thank you it was definitely hard but oh boy it's so worth it yeah (laughs) well thank you for sharing so much um you mentioned the anxiety and the panic um and in your bio you say that you healed it or that you worked through that with a holistic approach so I'd love to hear more about that journey yeah absolutely first of all well I've realized that I was experiencing anxiety, panic disorder per se, and I'm putting quotation marks in my hand right now. Um, I don't necessarily like to call anything a disorder just for me because it feels like I can't ever heal it, you know? So I realized last year that this was something that I actually developed when I was younger, when I was a little kid, because I would always have to check my mom's body parts. I'm like, do you have this like me? Or I would check her heartbeat and I would check my heartbeat. And now looking back at that, I was like, yeah, that aligns with panic disorder. I was experiencing this as a child and I had no idea. And it's not even like my family even knew because they, they had never experienced it. So I didn't really know that until last year when it really came out full force. So 
it happened to me one day. I'll tell you what led to me realizing like, yeah, this is something way bigger than I thought it was. I was sitting on my bed and I was watching new girl. I don't know if you know that show. It's super lighthearted. Yeah. And, um, yes, all of a sudden I, I just had intense heartbeat, like a really intense heartbeat and I couldn't catch my breath. So I started getting up. I was like, okay, don't freak out. You're okay. You're not going to die. It's all right. And I went down to my parents and I was like, okay, maybe being around other people will help me. And it did not help. It got worse. I couldn't, I honestly fell to the ground. I was sobbing. I didn't know what to do. I thought in that moment that those were my last breaths. I truly did. And I was like, oh, I haven't even lived anything that I wanted. I haven't even done everything that I set my, my goals to. I, what is happening? And I just collapsed on the floor and finally, you know, it came down because for anyone that's experienced a panic attack, it can't last forever. It just, it's impossible. But finally came down and weeks after weeks after weeks, I was having crazy panic attacks to the point of, you know, I couldn't drive. I couldn't get out of my bed. I couldn't talk to people. I couldn't even, I couldn't do anything without thinking that I'm going to die. And that was just my every single day for a solid five months. And I really thought that, um, that year I, I wasn't going to make it. And there was a lot of times where I, was on the floor and I, I just thought that this was the end for me. This was the end. So that being said, I knew deep down though, that there was something else telling me that there was a way to get through this. And as much as I had those really deep, scary thoughts of, oh my gosh, you're going to die. There was a part of me, like the tiniest bit of hope that I could reach down to telling me that there's a way to heal yourself. This isn't your life path. This isn't meant to be your forever. There is a way to get through it. So I, 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 the only thing that I could do is reach down to that little piece of hope and pull it out. Cause I had no other choice. I had no other option. I feel like I hit rock bottom. So that being said, I, I looked into therapy and I know, I don't know how it's like in the States or anywhere else in the world, but it's not the easiest to access therapy here in Canada. It's just not, it takes a long time for people to get back to you. And, you know, that's a whole other issue and a whole other conversation. So I did have to wait a couple of weeks for people to get back to me. And those were the hardest two weeks of my life because I would look on Google, which everyone knows do not search your symptoms up on Google. It yeah. doesn't help. It just made me feel worse. So what did I do? I went on social media. I started talking about my symptoms because I didn't know what else to do. And so many people reached out to me, people that I had been friends with actually for years that I had no idea they were suffering from anxiety because I hadn't even gone through it myself. So I didn't even know what to ask those questions, you know, to friends. And they started reaching out to me and they're like, yeah, oh my gosh, I've been experiencing this for a set amount of years. And this is what I do. And I've read this book and I've actually gone to this therapist. So I started to gather all this information and then it slowly led to a therapist that I I adore. She's helped me so much. I also did um, something called better help therapy, which is all mm -hmm. online. And for people in Ontario, it's actually free because of COVID. So they've made it free. I know. Wow. Insane. So really the universe was, was helping me. It was like, here are all your, your options. Like, let's get you help. Cause I wanted to help myself. So I went on this better help program, learned it, uh, learned cognitive behavioral therapy 
which is how to um, address your thoughts with different behaviors and, and different ways of thinking. And I did that for six months consistently. I went to therapy. I ended up going to a naturopath and a holistic nutritionist. And I know for a lot of people, they might be thinking, oh my gosh, that's so expensive. And I wasn't working a job in COVID. I, I was a bartender before I lost my job. Mm-hmm. So I decided to spend the money that I had on my health. So I wasn't, I wasn't super rich. I wasn't making lots of money. I was on EI, but I decided to take my money that I could and spend it on my health. Uh, Cause I knew in the long run, it was going to serve me and I was going to come out stronger. So Six months later, I kept up with the work every single day, even though some days I couldn't get out of bed. Some days I couldn't talk to anybody and uh, I would just stay in my bed and eat food and watch movies, you know, um, but I did it. I, I cured myself. I didn't go on any, any medication. Again, I'm nothing against medication, but for me, I just truly felt that I, I didn't need to. And yeah, I started taking supplements, working out, meditating and, um, it's gone. I don't have it anymore. Yeah. Wow. What a beautiful story. And thank you so much for describing what that panic attack was like for you. Um, Because two reasons. One, sometimes people don't understand what it's like if they haven't had anxiety or panic attacks. And so to them, it's like, it's just being nervous or something like that when it's so much deeper. And then thank you again for the people who have had those panic and anxiety attacks who feel so shameful and alone. I think hearing you describe what it was like for you can be so, or might be so healing and safe for someone else to hear. So thank you for being so vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. The only way I healed is because people were really vulnerable with me. And um, that's how I now show up every single day of my life because I know I'm going to then bring the most vulnerable people to me and it's just going to create even safer world. So yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for, for, for that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And I love what you said about not wanting to call it a disorder. And I've also had that, um, because I've struggled with depression and anxiety as well. And I never liked the term mentally ill or mental illness. For the same reason yeah. that it just made me feel so shameful. Um, so I think when you hear mentally ill, you think something's wrong with your brain, something's wrong with you. Same with disorder, yeah. it, it seems like that's a life sentence. And maybe that's helpful for some people, but it just, yeah. it brought so much shame to me. So I'm so thankful that you said that about the word disorder. Yeah, absolutely. I think anything that holds you back, anything that makes you feel stuck is not the word for you. It's just not. And it's very different for every person. Like you said, maybe that works for some people to really classify it and share it with people. Sure. No problem. But for you to heal, for you to get to a better, you know, energy spot, if the word disorder or illness, um, or mentally ill, you know, just putting those two together is going to hold you back from healing, then just get rid of that word altogether. Cause it doesn't have to be your story. It really doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you really healed yourself with therapy, being gentle on yourself, supplements, and a really great routine, it sounds like. Is that what led you to wanting to be a health and wellness coach? You know why? It's funny because I never thought that this was even a career path. I really didn't. So even when I was healing, I thought, 
oh, maybe I'll, um, I don't know. I actually thought I was going to go into fashion, to be honest with you. Because I, I love clothes. I love styling people and, you know, styling myself and shopping. I love shopping. <laughs> so I thought, you know, I started making my Instagram before, even when I was healing, whatever, I was talking about anxiety, but I was directing it towards more of a fashion industry life. And, um, I started doing reels that way. And that's how I got really comfortable with reels and showing up on social media and video form. And then, you know, people started reaching out to me more about the anxiety and health. And they're like, Hey, how did you, how did you heal yourself? What supplements are you taking? Or what's that green juice you're drinking? So I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna listen to the audience. I'm gonna listen to the audience and what they want. And they're asking me about things that I didn't even think people would be interested in. And they just were. So I actually changed, started changing my account to fit that. And not that I was going against any of my values. Cause I still love that. I still love health and wellness. It, it saved me. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't think that that was going to be the life path for me. So really the universe showed me, you know, people showed me, um, and that's how I ended up. Yeah. Being a wellness coach. So amazing. Oh, and your fashion posts are so beautiful too. And your outfits are always so wonderful. So I'll just say thank that you. I haven't lost anything about your fashion. Oh, well, thank you. And who knows, you know, it might come back up and maybe I'll start my own clothing line or something crazy. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yes. That's something I've been really realizing at towards the end of the pandemic, not that we're done, but um, mm -hmm. that you can be whatever you want and you don't have to find your one career and that you can have more than one you can be a fashion person and a health and wellness coach and you can be in the music industry you can do whatever you want you can do everything the possibilities are endless the only thing you can't do is what you tell yourself you can't do so 100% believe that yeah I love it um so I'm wondering if you would share some of your health and wellness routines that you do you said you really love meditating um, supplements. So yeah, I'd love to hear what a day with you looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can go through what my morning routine looks like. And, um, just to say this before I go in, um, I know life happens and sometimes you just can't have the routine that you normally have. So finding a way to be okay with that has also been something that I've learned. So even if you can't get down the, the morning routine you've been having or the nighttime routine, you still find that space in your mind where you go, that's okay. I'm still going to have an amazing day anyway. So always just to keep in the back of your mind, but my morning routine is very simple. I, I wake up, um, I typically wake up around seven, eight, eight AM. I was going to say PM and I was like, Whoa, no, I do not. <laughs> wow. Missed the whole freaking day guys. We're on to dinner. No. Um, <laughs> I wake up between seven and 8 AM and, uh, I have the setting on my, my iPhone to there's like a bedtime setting. So it has the most beautiful. Yeah. You've probably heard them. They're like birds tweeting and I'm like, oh, I yeah. love it so much. <laughs> so I wake up to that. Um, and the first thing that I do, uh, I don't look at my phone. I keep it away. And I have a setting on my phone too, that doesn't send me any notifications till eight 30, which is nice. Um, I go downstairs and I make my glow drink. Um, and for people that don't know what the glow drink is, it's something I've been drinking every single morning for the past three months. It's my green 
I don't even want to call it a juice, but it helps with your gut, your energy levels, and just getting your greens in for the day. So start with that. It takes me like 30 seconds to make. Then I come back upstairs and I grab my phone. I use the app Insight Timer and I just go on there and set a timer for 10 to 20 minutes, whatever I'm feeling. And you can pick any kind of music you want, which is great as I'm really big with music and really helps me get to that feeling and the good energy spot. So I have, I pick a song and I sit there and I meditate and I normally visualize the exact life that that I want, that I want to be living. I imagine myself in my Mercedes, you know, I imagine myself making 10 K months, you know, just living the life that I see. And after that, I come out feeling like a million bucks. Then I come down and, uh, I write, uh, a letter to the universe. And I say uh, exactly how my day is going to go. And I say, I almost like I already lived the day. So I had a great day today. Everything worked out for me. Um, The more fun I had today, the more money I made. That's the kind of stuff that I write. And um, it's great because it kind of makes you see the day like it's already happened, uh, but it hasn't, but you're already writing it into the universe. And again, that law of attraction. So that's what I do. And um that's it. That's my morning routine. And then I just get back into work, whether that's Instagram or making reels or uh, one-on-one coaching. And yeah, that's my routine. Ooh, I love, I love that letter to the universe. I think that's so beautiful. How did you start doing that? Or how did you have that idea? I think I've honestly, it's, it's come up in a lot of different people's uh, Instagram posts. Uh, some of the influencers that I follow, a lot of the books that I read too. I mean, even books about the law of attraction, they've mentioned stuff. So yeah, I've, I've just picked it up from different, from different people and from different books. Mm-hmm. Mm, so cool. I'll have to try that and let you know how yeah. it works. Good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned boundaries around your phone and I'd love to hear more about that. Um, I watched the social dilemma on Netflix when it came out and I freaked out. I deleted all my accounts no, I'm back <laughs> to remake accounts. Um, but I really, my eyes were open to how our phones and social media really impact our mental health. And it's hard to find those boundaries around the phone and social media. Well, absolutely. Especially when your business is surrounded around social media and your phone, you know? And I think a lot of people's business businesses are, right? Especially in this pandemic, because we're on Zoom. We're chatting with people. We can't see people in person. We can't meet up for coffee. So our life has become just one big social media, I don't know, world, right? And I'm so grateful for it because if we didn't have Zoom or all that, this pandemic would be a very different feel. Um, But at the same time, yeah, those boundaries are so important. And I actually didn't realize last year that the more I was on social media in the morning time when I woke up, the more anxiety I faced throughout the day. Um, Cause I was letting other people's emotions start my day. Mm-hmm. And oh, why am I letting other people's days start my day? You know, why am I watching other people's story? And, and right away, even if it's subconscious, you're thinking, oh, why am I not there right now? Or, oh my gosh, she just hit 10 K followers. Like what the heck? I'm, I'm still here. Or, anything like that, or someone just leaves a nasty comment and you're like, great, cool. <laughs> you suck <laughs> right in the morning. <laughs> Love it. So, Yeah. I, I really learned the importance of it. And even if you start off slow, just the first five minutes and you just sit there and you list three things that you're grateful for, 
just start really slow. I think that's what has made a huge difference in my mornings. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. The, the going crazy, like I did and like <laughs> going away, deleting all the accounts is not sustainable in the long run because then you, you just binge on Instagram eventually. Totally. Or it, you know what? And sometimes it does work for people and they never come back or they have a fear with it. But the biggest thing is knowing you own it. You get to decide how this affects you, your phone once. And my dad actually taught me this. He was like, once I start getting addicted to anything or, or, you know, I feel myself needing something, I stop. I stop for a little bit because I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're not in power. I'm in power. If I don't want to be on my phone today, I'm not going to be on my phone today. And that's okay. So that's something that uh, he taught me and it's, it's worked because every time I do feel some sort of addiction coming on, or I feel like I'm, I have to use this. I take a step back and I go, who's owning who, like who's owning who. So yeah, big thing for social media for sure. Yeah. Oh, I love that little tidbit from your dad. Great. Yeah. Smart man. (laughs) Smart man. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Um, I know that a lot of the listeners and people that have come on in the past are people who are interested in starting their own business. Um, so I'm curious what that was like for you, that, that journey of growing your business, especially during a pandemic. Oh, so interesting. Oh gosh. So interesting. I, um, I learned a lot. I'm still learning a lot. Cause again, I, I just started my business. Um, but really I haven't just started because all the work before that and just showing up on Instagram and yeah, like that's a process even in itself before I started my wellness coaching. Um, but it was interesting, but the biggest thing, you know, why I feel the reason where I am, where I am is because I had fun. I had a lot of fun and I never forced myself to do anything. I really, um, when I started getting into social media, I started posting from my heart, from that vulnerable place connecting with people, really getting to know others and hearing their story. Um, and that's how my business started growing is because I started having fun and I didn't think to myself, I'm like, okay, you want to start a business, start your website, um, you know, get incorporated or I don't know what it's like in, in the States, but you know, get your business name, blah, 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 blah. Like I knew all those things had to happen, but I also knew there was a time and place. And a lot of times the biggest reason as to why we don't start things is because thinking that way, like, oh, well, then I'm going to need a logo and then I'm going to need a manager maybe. And then I'm going to have to set up a different business account. And, and it's so overwhelming. So the biggest thing that I did, I was like, let's just start on social media and have fun there, see what comes of it. And then we can start maybe working on a website or, or, you know, figuring out what your business is called. And a lot of the times when you start working like that, those things are already answered for you um, through the experience, right? You're like, oh, that's actually a really good business idea. I just from posting on social media, I see this word has kept coming up. And so you start to learn about what you want your business to look like uh, when you're having fun. So that's how I really started it. And even now I don't even have everything set up completely. Like there's still a lot of things I need to do, but at the end of the day, and this is the biggest mantra that I say to myself, the more fun I have, the more money I make. So all of that other stuff will come. Um, but just focusing on the fun of it and knowing the reasons why you have to maybe do something and when the time is right for that thing, I think really helps you relax a little and enjoy the ride. 
right? Yeah. I love that. I love your, your focus on fun and joy. I think that's really inspirational. Oh, thank you. You know what? Not easy. Definitely not easy at the start, but once you start doing that visualization and, um, I, even the mantra, the more money, the more fun I have, the more money I make. I heard it from one of my mentors. Her name's Maya. And, um, I was like, when I heard that, I was like, it, it like hit me like a pile of rocks. I was like, she's so right. Cause the times that I have made money in my business, I was having the most fun. It wasn't stressful. So yeah, such a big, big thing. Joy is huge. Mm, yes. Um, I'm curious how you got into spirituality. You're talking a lot about law of attraction, mantras, meditating. So I'm curious if, if that spiritual journey started with your mental health journey. I think it definitely aligned there. hundred percent. Um, it actually started, I'd probably say maybe about three or four years ago, maybe even longer. I started getting into crystals and stones and, and understanding their meanings and what they're called. And I found a little shop in Toronto that, um, you know, had a bunch of crystals. I was, they had meditation classes above and something intrigued me about it. I was like, I don't fully understand any of this stuff, but I really want to learn about it. So I started going to those meditation classes up above the yoga, uh, sorry, not the yoga studio, but the crystal shop. And, um, I'm not going to lie. Like I was sitting there, I was like, okay, what the heck? This isn't working. It's actually quite boring and I can't wait to leave. <laughs> I <did not> like <laughs> it. And I didn't understand quieting the mind or, um, what it meant to connect to your inner self. I was like, this is complete BS. I'm leaving. I just didn't get it. Yeah. So I think just putting myself though, in that space, again, the universe kind of aligned and would direct me more into um, experiences like that. So over time, um, you know, my dad is really, really big in spirituality as well and knows the power of the mind. So he would always talk to me about that when I was really young as well. So again, it's always been this innate thing, but um, yeah, probably it happened truly when I dove into dealing with my mental health. And that's when I realized anxiety is just a lie. It's just a lie in my body. It, 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 this is how powerful our bodies are and our minds are. My mind is telling me such a big lie that it is developing physical symptoms um, to match what, the way I'm thinking. How crazy is that? You know, my heart palpitations, the breathing, the panic attacks, the sweating, you know, the um, constant breathing in and out. It's like, I can't believe that my mind is this powerful that I'm creating physical manifestations um, to the point of panic attacks. So that's why I was like, whoa, your mind, your mind, that's where all the answers lay. It's that mind body connection. And I know a lot of people can even talk about when, um, you know, diseases and, and cystic acne, even, I, you know, I know one of my mentors too, she dealt with crazy cystic acne and it wasn't from her healing wasn't from the creams and the whatever it was what she felt inside. It was the amount of stress she released. And that's when her skin started to clear up, obviously the help with food and everything. But again, that mind body connection, the way you think about yourself is, you know, what's going to show up on the outside. So yeah, that spirituality connection really started to work when I started working on my mental health. Yeah. Mm, beautiful. Beautiful. I love, I have such a similar journey of 
realizing that I, my thoughts were influencing my physical experiences. And then I had that switch of, oh, but they could also influence my physical symptoms. If I, like, if I get in control, so it's, it can be a very, it's not easy. (laughs) Like, I feel like that makes it sound easy, but it's totally not. But once you get there and get to that shift, it's kind of that aha moment. Absolutely. And I think what you're explaining is awareness, right? And once you're aware, you know, it doesn't seem so scary anymore because you realize the power that you hold. And yeah, it might take a little while to have that power consistent, but at least now you're aware and you know, so you'll never fall back to being unaware or not knowing because now, you know, so the more you work with that, the easier those things are going to come and that it's just a practice the way you practice um, physical activity and working out your abs. You want abs. What do you do? You wake up maybe five to six times the week and you exercise. You got to do the same thing for your mind. You have to, you have to do it. What a good comparison. Um, and I'm curious, I don't think we've ever talked about crystals on the show. Do you, do you feel comfortable sharing any of your experiences with crystals or what you've learned about them? Yeah. You know what? I, I'm not as big into them now. I still appreciate their beauty and, um, I really appreciate people too, what they use, uh, the crystals for. Um, but I do have some citrine, which is, um, like a yellow, I think it's amethyst that's been under pressure. So it's, um, almost like a yellow color, but it looks similar to amethyst has that similar look. Um, and that brings positivity and joy and light. And I've always been drawn to citrine. So I always keep that by my bed. Um, but I've heard too, the more you leave your crystals in the light, the more they get charged. So they just have, they give off more of the energy that they're supposed to. So I always put my crystals in the window, but I don't have that many, but the ones that I do have, I, I really love them. (laughs) They're really pretty. (laughs) Yes. What a good point. I, I do think I'm not exactly sure on, on the details of it. So I have to have someone on that knows a bit more, but for me, it's a beautiful symbol. And I always think, even if there's nothing happening, my intention is that something is. So exactly. like, what's the harm? I feel like people can maybe be even judgmental about crystals, but it's like, sure. they're beautiful. If it's a beautiful symbol to me, then it's good. Exactly. I think if it brings you joy just by looking at it, then you're winning. You're winning, you yeah. know, so can't hurt. <laughs> Um, before I ask you the questions I ask everyone, I'm curious what a one-on-one coaching session with you looks like. Cause you mentioned your one-on-one coaching. Yes. Ah, this is such a great question and excites me because, um, you know, just diving into my, my business just recently, I feel like I've been coaching for longer than when I started my business. So it's really cool to see how I've even changed, but I definitely start every single coaching session with a meditation. And just so we can regroup and just focus on the here and now. Um, And I think that's super important. Uh, But the biggest thing that I tell people with the coaching when they come to me um, is I'm here to help guide you within your own thoughts and maybe help you have those aha moments and realizations. And you may not have them right away. They may be a couple sessions or even 10 sessions or whatever, but my biggest thing is giving you the skills to uh, answer your own questions so that you feel at some point you're able to walk out of these sessions and think I can do this on my own. 
I don't need anybody else. I have all the answers inside of me. So I really, really focus on that and that empowerment um, and try to show people that you always had all the answers inside of you. Limiting beliefs. Yeah, of course they come up. Um, trauma, all that stuff. Of course it's there, but you know, your inner self and you know, what's best for you. But sometimes we're just a little cluttered and, um, you know, foggy up there. We just need some answers um, being asked to us to uncover those truths. So yeah, coaching session with me, we really focus on the mind body connection and, you know, the connection to our inner self and that inner voice that tells you always the right thing to do. Yeah. Mm, I love it. Um, when I first started with my coach about a year ago, she told me that her job was to get herself fired. Ah, you love that. <laughs> I know. I love it too. Well, in, in the beginning, I was like, what? You're like, okay, that's a really bad business call, but it's so true. It's so true. You don't want, obviously, and, and this is all, you know, just choice, but if people want to have a, a just a coach consistently in their life, sure, no problem. And if you're seeing value from that, of course, but yeah, if, if your um, clients can really say, yeah, I can think for myself, I can come to those conclusions myself, like you're, you're doing your job and it's a really yeah. good feeling. It's such a good feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How beautiful. Yeah. All right. We're almost to the top of the hour. So I'll ask you the questions I ask everyone. The first sure. is, what would you tell your younger self knowing all that you know now? Oh, what would I tell little Emma? I would tell her that you are more than enough and you always have been. And no matter what anyone says about, you know, beauty and what it should look like and anything like that, you are just more than enough and you have everything you need in order to crush any goal or any dream. And there's nothing too big for little Emma to conquer. That's what I would, that's what I would tell myself. <laughs> oh, I love that. I always get chills when people answer that question. I just love it. Yeah, it makes me emotional too, because I can imagine my younger self. And yeah. I, you know, you probably can tell too. It's like your younger self, the all the things that they didn't know and what they're just trying to figure out. It's so sad, it's so bittersweet, but you've grown obviously into into a flower. So <laughs> thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And then kind of on the opposite end, what do you hope to learn from your future self? Oh, I hope to learn from my future self that there's no cap to money. There's no cap. Like if you want a million dollar a year, you're going to get a million dollar a year. You know, if you want to be making 10, 20, 30 K months, oh, it's possible. I think money is such a positive thing. It helps you do more in your life. It helps give to other people. You can save you. you money is such a beautiful thing. So I hope to tell like my future self helps me now to learn that money is, is beautiful and there's an abundant flow of it at all times. Yeah. I love that. And how do you connect with your higher self? Definitely through meditation, hundred percent. And not even the kind of meditation where, you know, I have to sit in a room by myself. I'm talking about the moments where it's really busy and I can close my eyes and come back to that place that I do go to when I'm by myself. And that's what meditation has taught me. 
um, that I can always connect to that inner power whenever I want to. So yeah, just closing my eyes and coming back. Yeah. Mm, I love that. And the last question is what does empowered spirituality mean to you? Oh, empowered spirituality. First of all, love those two words put together. It's the bestest, the bestest. Um, empowered spirituality means to me that am I can I swear on this? Heck hell yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> you were gonna say heck yeah. I was gonna say, like, empowered spirituality means that you don't give a fuck about anything else other than what brings you joy and what really raises your vibration and gives you energy because when you give yourself that empowered spirituality when you give yourself that love you will be able to give an abundant amount of love to everybody around you and that's how you change the world so empowered spirituality definitely to me means changing the world 100% yeah Wow. I don't think anyone's ever answered quite like that. So thank you. I love it. I love oh, it. No problem. <laughs> thank you. This has been so much fun. Thank you. Is there anything that we missed that you want to add? You know, um, no, no. I think honestly, this whole hour, it's gone by first of all, so quickly, which I, is so great. Um, but yeah, I think anyone out there that's struggling, that feels lost, um, know that the lost path is actually the most amazing path because feeling lost leads to all the answers because you have nothing less to lose nothing left to lose because you're already feeling in that lost state so you're looking for answers and when you're looking for answers you get answers so yeah oh thank you and where can everyone find you and how can people work with you Yes, absolutely. Well, my Instagram handle is at Emma Lokai. Um, I'm very much on Instagram a lot, but all my links are there as well. If you click the link in my bio, um, you can buy the glow drink I was talking about that I have every morning in my morning routine. Um, and you can book a one-on-one -on -one session with me and we can get onto to coaching and finding a better spot in your life. And it's super easy. It's free. The, the one-on-one -on -one just meet up. It's 15 minutes just to see where you are in your life. But yeah, all that is in the link in my bio on Instagram and everything's there. So yeah. Or DM me. I always, always answer my DMs. Yeah. Great. Oh, and, and tell us what the glow drink is. <gasps> Glow drink. So it is made up of three ingredients. The first one is the fizz, which in other words is crack. Um, <laughs> it is made up of guarana, green tea, and ginseng, which is all naturally caffeinated and um, all derived from plants. And guarana actually has more um, caffeine in it than a coffee bean does. But the difference is um, a coffee bean is sometimes really hard on the digestion system, system, especially when you're going to have more than one, um, for periods of time. So the fizz sticks are just very easy to process. And the glow drink is focused on your gut health. And as you know, your gut is your second brain, which also helps with your mental health. So that's why I'm so passionate about it. The second ingredient is the Be Well Superfood Greens. So it's a blend of 36 fruits and veggies. So if you have a hard time getting your greens in, this is the way to do it. And it's taste so good. It does not taste like greens because of the fizz stick. So 
amazing. And then the last ingredient is the gut uh, health digestion plus. And um, that those have probiotics, prebiotics, digestive enzymes, and that helps fight your bloat. That helps fight the digestion for the day and really kind of clears everything out. So it's smooth sailing for your day. So I have that every single morning and literally no bloat for me. I have great energy and yeah, it just helps my mental helps my mental. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Emma. All the links to everything you just said will be in the show notes. So if you're curious, you can go ahead and click on those. Yes, thank you so thank much you so for coming much. on. Your energy is infectious in a good oh, way. Thank you. Back at you. <laughs> What another great episode. Thank you so much to Emma Lokai for coming on the podcast and giving us so much information, so much wisdom, and so much hope that anxiety, panic, depression all can get better, quote-unquote better in time. I say quote-unquote because it's a journey. No one's ever truly healed, but hearing that success story of someone who has been crippled with panic and then now doesn't have them anymore think is a beautiful beautiful hope story and when I was really suffering uh, and I still do but not as intensely when I was really deep in the suffering hearing those success and hope stories really helped me go okay this is possible they did it I can do it too so I hope that you felt empowered and seen in this conversation Um, like she said you can schedule your one-on-one wellness chat with Emma it's a free 15-minute call and I'll put the link down in the bio you can also shop at her store to buy your own glow drink and etc follow Emma on Instagram at Emma Lokai and that is in the bio as well or down below as well if you liked this episode, please head over to wherever you listen to your podcast, although I don't think you have to head over. You're probably there because you're listening to a podcast um, and give us a rating and review. It really helps bring other people to the episode. It helps let other people find this empowered information. Um, and like the ad will say you can join the empowered spirituality community you get so much information for a really cheap price and you also get 20 percent off all coaching sessions with me if you do want to work with me as your coach you can visit empoweredspirituality.online i have several offerings some of which are free some of which are low cost and i do offer sliding scale coaching for those who need it but can't afford the rate that i charge although I I try and charge an affordable rate. Um, I'm on Instagram at empowered.spirituality and visit the link below to join the weekly meditation circle, which happens every Sunday. Thank you so much for tuning in. And for now, namaste. It can be challenging to find a community of supportive people to share in our spiritual journeys with. We all need support and love, no matter where we are on our personal journeys. So I am excited to announce that I have created the space for just that. In the Empowered Spirituality community, you will receive a weekly video lesson, weekly journaling prompts, access to an additional guided meditation every week, monthly group meetings and teachings via Zoom, and access to a loving and supportive online community. Additionally, all members will receive 20% off of all of their coaching sessions. 
You can follow the link in the show notes for this community offer or visit patreon.com slash empowered spirituality.